Hi guys, it is Mishi with Tea Thoughts. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. What happened to Podmas? Nobody knows, right? Um, I'm going to blame COVID, Omicron to be specific, although that's not really true. I've just been, I've been relaxing, but I've been busy because I've been with all my little cousins. So being with a house full of kids just has an exhaustion that's not, you can't identify it, but it's there. It's the constant Mama Mishi, Mama Mishi, Mama Mishi. We are going to probably have an episode with them in the new year. I should have already had one, but like I said, we've been living our best lives and doing random things. So we haven't had a chance to record yet. So this is the last podcast of the year. And well, it's not the last podcast of the year, but it is the last podcast of the year. And I'm going to be doing the books of 2021. Um, I don't have as many books as I did last year. I only had 14 books this year, but I'm sure you guys all know I started a new job. So like, I don't know, I've had a lot of pressure, like more pressure than normally I have at work or that I allow work to put me under. Um, I actually don't want to discuss my work because I'm off work right now. So I kind of just want to keep my mind free from that. But I have had a lot of work to do. So I think I haven't read as much. Um, so I'm going to start with the first book. First book is Shona Women in Zimbabwe, um, a purchased people. It was by John Chitakure, John Chitakure. Um, so the quote, the quote from that book is one in four women have been physically, one in four women have, has been physical. I'm assuming it means Zimbabwean women. One in four women has been physically abused another quote was sometimes abusive men remind their wives of the absence of virginity at the wedding at the wedding later in marriage another quote was she was not supposed to accept the long-awaited proposal at once she had to beat about the bush at first and then accept eventually so one in four women have been abused i don't doubt that at all because I think it's true. I know lots of people that have been hit by their boyfriends and I don't know. I don't think that people really make it a big deal. People just kind of accept it. And I disagree with that because I feel like nobody should ever, if you're together as partners, you shouldn't be physically abusive. Like keep your hands to yourself. These are like regular playground rules. Everybody should keep their hands to themselves. And as somebody's partner, you don't have the right to discipline them. They're not your child, right? If you don't want to be with that person, you know what, I won't even, this is not only about, there's certain relationships that I think it's crossing the line when you use physical force, right? I was actually talking to my aunt about this, that actually a bunch of us in my family were talking about this, how some people hit their maids and were like, yo, that's really inappropriate because if you don't like the work somebody's doing, fire them, right? But then we got into another conversation because we were saying, me and my sister were saying, listen, if my if my boss hits me, I'm going to hit them back. And my other aunt was saying, yo, that's so inappropriate. Why would you fight with your boss, right? We're like, yeah, but if the person has gotten to the disrespectful level that they can hit me, I'm definitely going to hit them back. But then I was talking to my granddad and um, I'm not going to say the specific of the area, like where we live, like in Zem, but he was saying to us that there was a point where the place that we live was called Chamboko. 
in Chimboko, he was asking us, do you know what that means? And we're like, yeah, we know what that means. It means something that you hit people with in Chana, right? So he was telling us that the whole area was called that because pretty much white people were used to beat people here. They're like, police used to get beat here. Um, workers used to get beat here. Pretty much everybody was getting beat here, right? So we got into that conversation because we're saying if you don't like the work that somebody is doing, you can fire them. But my granddad, I think, was making the point that that's not always the case. People don't always fire people that they don't like for work. Um, okay, so that was kind of a tangent, but pretty much I don't support abuse of certain relationships. If you're not happy with your employer, fire them. If you're not happy in a relationship, um, leave the person. You don't need to abuse the person. You don't need to hit the person. That goes for men and women. I think everybody should keep their hands to themselves. Um, that's what I learned from that. That book was pretty much talking about how we're talking about bride price right like that sometimes that's the reason why if your husband has paid bride price he feels like he owns you therefore if he hits you it's fine you're almost like his own property it's like the way somebody will feel like they can hit their dog or they can hit like you know they can brand their animal so almost like the abuse is almost like hitting somebody is almost like why not it's my property i purchased her but my understanding of the bride price i think i had an episode on this is it's not about it's not about you buying the person it's a token to show you value the person it's not that oh now done a property angle but obviously people understand things differently and they they apply it differently but i will never agree with somebody hitting somebody in their relationship um the next book is also from the school of life i think you guys remember last year that i'm obsessed with this line of books I don't know if they have the same author, but they always say the school of life. You never really see exactly who the author is. And this one was on the meaning of life. Um, it was, it said that the quote from that one was, good narrators accept that lives can be meaningful, even when they involve a lot of failure and humiliation. So you guys should also remember from last year when I was, I can't remember what the quote was, but pretty much it was, it's all content. The good, the bad, the not so good. You just there'll be one day that you look back on it and you say, oh my God, can you believe this happened to me? It doesn't feel like that in the moment, trust me. It never feels like that in the moment. But a year later, two years later, 10 years later, 20 years later, maybe even 40 years later, you'll look back and say, oh, if that ha didn't happen, it would lead me to ABC. The next book is The Communist Manifesto. So I had to read this book. It's by Karl Marx and Engels. I had to read this book because I believe I read it already, but I was having an argument with somebody and they were making it seem as if I'd missed something in the book. So let me let me give the context. So the context of this is the person said, well, if you're a communist or if you claim to be a communist or a socialist, then you have to be atheist. And I was like, that's not true. The part about religion that's mentioned in the communist manifesto, it's a small part of the book it's not so important. Like you can disregard it if you want. The most important part is the division of like, the division of resources and means of production. That's how I read it, right? But then once again, anything is put out there into the world, everybody interprets it differently and everybody places value on different parts of the book. So the person was saying to me, well, you can't disregard that. It says you if you have to get rid of religion. And I was like, yeah, it's true. If religion helps in the oppression of the masses, then yeah, you do have to get rid of it. Like that's just, but that's like with anything else. It's not that 
only religion is oppressing people. But the way that I understood it is that religion, religion, businesses, government, any institution that assists in maintaining the status quo, you should get rid of it if you want equality, like for everybody. Like, so, but then I guess, I guess after listening to the person speak, if you're a religious person, that's almost like an attack on you, right? Because you're like, well, why would you even say anything should get rid of religion? But I'm like, if it's being unfair, then get rid of it, right? I always, always, always think about this girl in my class. I won't say her name because I know who she is. But there's one time we were discussing whether it was fair for the people in Quebec to tell people um, to not wear uh, hijabs like the scarves. And I thought she was going to be really hypocritical about it because white people be hypocritical about shit, right? And so they were talking about how there's crosses in different government buildings in in Quebec. And so somebody was like, well, what about those? And she said it with the most clear mind. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on this podcast, but she said it with the most clear mind that she wanted to get rid of it. She just said, absolutely. I'm working. 